Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends to discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be peppered, which can be acidic, which can be just very, very, very salty. I mean, as if, honey, she's never had a drink. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi, here we are. We are so excited to be continuing the life that is love after lockup. This is season four, episode 44. You know what it is? It's life after lockup. That's how confusing this whole thing is. And I blame uh, Matt Sharp for that. And then yeah, and I'll be sending a bill. Um, this is season four, episode 44. No money, no problems. It's supposed to be mo money, mo problems. They just like change that. It's so, like, oh, interesting. No money, which is like a falsity, right? No money, no problems. No. Yeah, you know what? There'd be a funny sketch if you wanted to, like, say, like, gnome money, gnome problems, and it's, you know, like, about garden gnomes. Mm-hmm. You, pe- poor people that have garden gnome problems. You know, like, yeah, like, like someone's stealing them. Yeah, it sounds like a hilarious sketch. sketch. Just, like, trailer <laughs> tra- trailer park gnomes. Just, like, popping up, like, orbits gnomes, like, just popping up here and there. Talking about travel, people who can't travel. Perfect segue to our first couple. (laughs) Okay, so Trailer Park Gnome. Here we have Sean and Sarah. I call tiny. She's she's a Trailer Park Gnome. What? what I call false. False. This whole thing is fake. This is fake. Yes. Yes. This is fakey fake. There is no way. Yes. A. There's no way that. Okay. There's several fake things. Here's here's the first one. There's no way that a mother would allow a child to hug a strange man that's her friend and that child be so leaning into that hug. Abby knows that's her dad. There is no way she doesn't know. It was really like, if we're really pretending that that's not her dad, then I think Sarah needs to have a conversation with Abby so that Abby is not so comfortable hugging strangers. That's absolutely true. Like she says this and she's like, you know, Abby, we're going to play with mommy's friend, like Anthony, <laughs> friend. And then later on, she's like, well, Anthony, you know, was around like once or twice when I was in prison. So like once or twice, this very adorable little girl, like saw this man, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure when she saw them before, he wasn't like at arm's length. I'm sure he was like all up in the grill was a baby. You know, she was a baby then, you know. So she, yeah, they have a natural kinship, if you will, if that's the first time they're meeting, honey, because yeah, they're just like, you know, running around on this playground. He decided to wear white pants. He goes down a slide. Now their pants are gray, (laughs) you know, lines. You know, I wonder if it's like, I'll be honest, there are definitely like art kids somewhere that watch that and are like, put a little paint on that slide, go down with jeans and just like have custom made slide art jeans and they'll sell them for like millions of dollars well that's what they do two fools they will sell them for millions of dollars to fools mm-hmm. <laughs> fools who will pay for them it better be some quality japanese denim you know what i'm saying it better be that that three by three wef and uh you know the way the pattern goes on denim yeah mm-hmm. weft is a is the other side of the of the fabric um i worked in a denim bespoke denim store in Soho. So I'm a little familiar. Um, also, you should know that Japanese denim is like 
quality because American denim, it was quality. But then the Japanese were like, guess guess what? <laughs> we're going to do it and we're going to do it better. We're going to create our own looms. We're going to do our own. Like, I mean, it is it is interesting. Get, if you look into the world of denim, you'll see what I'm talking about. Is it Wagyu, honey? Is it highly marble denim? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fed by the, the greatest grass, you know? Okay. So uh, we have... Sarah, who is on a secret mission with Abby, who's eight years old, to go to the park to meet mommy's friend Mm -hmm. um, and to not tell Sean about the meeting with mommy's friend. Um, It just all sounds very sketchy and Mm -hmm. something that obviously Abby would feel very uncomfortable doing. And then we meet Anthony and he is definitely better looking than Sean, but there's a little bit of like Sugar Ray or like, of like like a very like aught early 2010s look about this individual not even early 2010s like the aughts <laughs> the like zero to ten yeah yeah sarah's there too honey with you know her and her daughter are like wearing a matching combo of like layered shirts and like um a hoodie that their daughter doesn't want to put on and like the same ripped uh American non-Wagyu denim. And um, yeah, like Sean's calling and she's just like, no. And it's interesting because when Sean calls, it just shows up as Sean, which is like, means that in her phone, it just says Sean. Doesn't say his last name. Or, you know, like the contact she put in was just like, Sean. You know, like (laughs) this is what it's like so horrible. Like there's so many people in my phone that I'm like, Tim, Mark's friend, you know, like, or Joe, Hinge, Joe, you know, Bob, Hinge, you know, like Mark, Hinge, you know, like, you know, I don't know why they have horrible names on Hinge. But so she, yeah, she just was like, she met some dude some one time. She put that name in that phone, didn't even ask what the last name was and never even updated it. So Sean calls, she declines, she's been declining. But then what happens is, yeah, she gets, she gets back to her house. She's like, yeah daughter don't be telling anything just lie 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 if he says anything just lie honey and i'm teaching you how to live you know like okay great 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 and then this person has a blow up rose gold hot tub balloon mylar balloon encrusted inside the house just like what you know kids kitty pool what no, no, I like have never seen that. Is that okay? Here's the thing Is that something that happens? Will you tell me is that something that happens? I've like never seen this before. At one point, Jeth come on, and I'm like, then I'm impressed the entire time before then upset. Wow, it is wild. Okay, first of all, any large body of water in my living room where there's carpet or maybe even t- a floor flooring is going to be very upset because if that shit spills or leaks, water damage. One, it's not cold outside. It's not super cold. And even if it were snowing, people still get in the hot tub in snow outside. So why is it inside the house? Is it inside the house? Because maybe they thought like if the baby is asleep, then the baby is like right next to us asleep and then we could be in the house. Like, and then also like all of these different, t- is it Valentine's Day? Is it, mm-hmm. is it mm-hmm. happy, happy smile day? Um, um, is it rainbow heart day? Um, and then he's like, here's another level of fraud that I think is fraud. The fact that she doesn't get in with him. The only way that I would not get into a hot tub with the person who like took all this time to fill it 
blow it up, set it up, is if I was like on the heaviest day of my period and I knew if I got in that water, the heat would just make it come out more. Mm. Like otherwise I'm getting in there, even if I hate it. The whole like, oh, I'm tired. I can't be tired. And then I also thought, why didn't she say, listen, you know how you were tired when I was naked in a, in a sling swing in our bedroom and you didn't want any and you went downstairs and played with your son? That is exactly, exactly how I'm feeling right now. I think she could also easily say, hey, you know how like I had to deal with all 14 billion of your kids and that one Kelly and it was like the all of last season and you have had to deal with a not a thing from me. I have one child. I'm just going to like let that one child hang out with that one child's dad and you're going to be okay with it. Yeah, these are all true. These are all facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, what's he going to say? She, you know, rules the roost. But yeah, their entire home looks like 90s, like a 90s, you know, like prostitutes home you know i mean everything is black and red and red roses and it's just so specifically Heidi flies yeah it is just romance in a way that feels dated and um maybe they put on macabre also kind of vampiric also in her kitchen is like everything is matched matchy but it's like wine it's like bad vineyard wine like when people are like i want to be fancy and i want to have like a south of france like vineyard look in my kitchen like tuscany you know and look in my kitchen and then you go and get like something from like the dollar tree that's all matching and it's just like big ass glass of overpoured wine that's like not even dark brown or dark red it's just like grape juice and then <laughs> that has like vines and it's just like it's just like a lot it's a lot for me to handle but that's it I mean, how did they all... drain it how did they wait i just want to know well how did they drain it i mean i don't know that's what i'm saying it's in the living room this is already beyond anything that i could possibly understand because he, he's like is it so he, yeah it's on carpet so he gets up wet like puts his foot over the rose gold banister and there's water on the carpet water on the carpet is just and like that's if they don't spring a link break i'm sorry spring a leak you know which I just couldn't believe it. At the same time, I want a portable hot tub. Is that, I mean, is that Costco? <laughs> where are you going to put this portable? Let's, let's like really talk about your, where, where, okay. I know where you're going to put it. There's one place you could put it. Hollywood right, that place. Okay. There's one place. Right. Yeah. And then <laughs> where's the okay. next place? Okay. The beach. The water, no, I don't know. I, the water and how did it how do you drain it in the water is just wild to me like I truly don't understand now I will say this he didn't fill it all the way like when you actually look at it like you know it's look how I mean maybe because he wants to put bubbles in but like how deep is it look at how many balloons he got like how deep it, is your love <laughs> I can't stand it you know so um yeah, I just don't, I, 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 we can move on if you want. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about other trailer trash gnomes. Let's move on to Blaine and Lindsay. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So in this episode, it begins with Lindsay sitting at the coffee table asking Blaine how they're going to pay for his $15,000 debt to that stupid ass lawyer. And he's like, well, darn, make me bring a man so I can do it myself. And she's like, you want me to call in favors? Because I can call six. She owes me money. People owe me money. I'm calling it in. And so she calls six. And six is, she's like, how you doing? And six is like, uh, good. And she's like, well, how are you doing on money? And six is like, girl, bad, uh, 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 bad. And then Lindsay's like, well, t- call Sarah and Paul because they owe me $1,000 each. And Sticks is like, I will absolutely do that for you, madam, because you can't call in your debt to me. I don't have that 800 And so she's just like, call this person, give me that money. Call person, this person, give me that money. Now, meanwhile, this man is sitting on the secret that he's taken the deal for house arrest. And it, it's, it's unclear to us, including his father, his chinless father um why he is going through all of this as opposed to just telling her the good news but he's like because producers told me i have to have a secret and so this is my secret chris (laughs) oh yeah so blaine's dad you know like everyone is going through it there you know it's just it's that town, you know, there's a cycles of people going through it. So the, the dad went through it too. He was in and out of prison, you know, like, and so he's, it's hap- Blade is happy to have him in his life. And so when we see him, you know, certain things have taken a toll, haven't they? And um, I, it's interesting because I, I can hardly understand what Blaine's saying most of the time. But when, then when his dad talks, it's like, oh, I, I need Blaine to like translate for me. I can't, we, I can't understand what you're saying. Like at one, you know, uh, yeah, he, what do you say? I'm, he, I'm fixing a pull up on your son. Yeah. I wanted to know if he said it while he was turning the corner down their drive, down their like driveway or like, when did he say it? Also, did you notice that their house was way better looking? I thought they were in their aunt's house for a second. You're right. Like, he, listen, Blaine had that one friend, and Lizzie came in and like bossed him around, and whatever she bossed him around, do honey. Two weeks later, like they flipped that house. It was flip or flop. It was better than Tariq and Christina, honey. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No smack stone. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. So he does he does fix to pull up on his son, and Lindsay gets to meet Pop, and that's their first time meeting, which you didn't know that. I had th- I would like for some reason thought they had met before because obviously they have a long history. Lindsay has this like twist braid, one big twist braid. Beautiful. I don't, you know, it's like, I can't braid, I can't French braid, you know, I can't pop, so there's like, you know, there's like braiding, French braiding, there's the fishtail braid where the thing comes out, like, pop, like 3D braid, this is like, almost kind of looks like Elsa style braid, where like, it just looks like hair just turns on each other. How yeah, she like that? braided it, and then she fluffed out the plaits. Um, a, a fish braid I can do a fish braid I can show you how to do that um, and I mean I can show you how to, how to do uh, cor- not corn rolls they're not corn rolls because obviously there's just two what are those things called French braid is what you call French it braid. Um, yeah so I mean I can show you how to do that but that hair when she went to go see Miley Grace and when she was seeing that um, that ding dong ding dong father yeah it was beautiful pop to the side high pony I said this is what I'm talking about we all know that her makeup is exclusively from Walmart but the girl looks good 
She's gorgeous. I mean, she just like hair good. I mean, the outfit is from Walmart too. Still looks great. Yeah. Lindsay is it has the a great facial bone structure. I, uh, and, sorry, I just was like this Lindsay would have been fun if she was taller. It would she would have been a great character to have like on early seasons seasons of America's Next Top Model. Like nothing made me happier than when someone was on America's Next Top Model who was like from like you know a, another place of some kind. You know where like. You know, just yeah, my, yeah. Lindsay, I think is really beautiful. Also, yeah. You mean up. you mean that you liked people from American Next Top Model who were just like from bumfuck everywhere in the middle of the country and just coming out looking like a model? Yes, but also like you know, any like there was like obviously lovely women from you know like African countries. Like anytime there was someone like I think there was like this Russian girl I loved from like season two or three. I forgot anyone's name. I mean, this is like forty five years ago. You know, but mm-hmm. like yeah, my favorite, almost my favorite models were like never the like sort of mainstream American models or one from like major cities. It was kind of like the people that were just plucked out of like some other place and like mm-hmm. now on TV. Okay. Which, the diamonds in the rough. Yeah. But then unfortunately I do think that probably they were probably being somewhat taken advantage of by, you know, a production people that, you know, probably like, Oh yeah, well she's not in the agency yet. You know, like if she had already just gone to New York or whatever, like maybe she would already been like picked up. And until that happens, we'll, we'll take advantage of her and tell her she's fat or tell her she's ugly. And then like, you know, cause America's next top model, like, you know, there's a lot of different videos from back in the day of it being really, really, uh, Oh, discriminatory in so many ways against the women. Like they were really mean to them. Um, oh, wow. But let's go back to there. So the dad t- tells Blaine and Lindsay when he meets them that like, A, Blaine was like a perfect child. And then also Lindsay, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, whoa, well, he says that to Lindsay, but then tells Blaine that Lindsay's too short. She's not tall enough. It's, it's, it's weird that a man that looks like him and is him would have the audacity to gather spit in their mouth to even comment on a woman. Um, also, <sighs> he was saying that like... <laughs> Also, Blaine's like younger photos. I was like, oh, Blaine could have. Blaine is like that one boy from um, the Murdaugh murders, Connor or whatever his name was, Connor Cook. He was like that with that raccoon hair where it's like swooped to the side. And when he had the puka shells on, I was like, wow, I know that guy. I went to high school with like his uh, older brother or something like that. Like, it's like, I know that person 100%. Um, so, the dad was like, the, at first the dad was like, oh, Lindsay's so hot. That's what it felt like. He got out of the car. He's like, that's Lindsay. Oh, she's hot. She's hot. Look at her body. Hot. Um, so then they go sit on their porch that isn't done. And Lindsay's sitting straight up in that man's lap. And I was uncomfortable. Um, I find it just to be like weird when people, to me that is a gratuitous show of affection in an unnecessary situation and listen i understand that folks are in love but if you guys are all like with if you're with other couples and y'all have been drinking a little bit and you want to sit on your man's lap and there's just a bunch of couples everywhere and you guys are like canoodling and cuddling and like beetling and tingling then i get it but like when you are meeting a man's father for you to sit on his lap like a common whore which is nothing wrong with being a common whore i love it i'm in my whole phase at this moment of my life but it just feels like unnecessarily something for me also did you notice that like i think he might have started like jiggling his leg or something she like reached over and swat um (laughs) blaine while he was talking no oh i did i missed that part but i i did want to say like i find that it's fascinating that you brought that up because i i agree and i was like what was it wait was it a 
a show of power, like me and your son are together and there's nothing you can do about it. And like, this is a whole thing. Or is it a way of being like, you should be really proud of your son because he pulled me and we are in a loving and sexual relationship. Or is it that she just didn't have a third chair? She needs to get a chair. <laughs> she should make him build one. She's like, be like, Blaine, build me a chair. You know, like, I'm surprised that she, uh, yeah, you know, I love anytime she talks about like how she and him, you know, were just like a body and Clyde style drug couple. Yeah. The dad's like, well, she pimped you out. And <laughs> Blaine's like, no, we both pimped each other out. <laughs> we both sold drugs and you know whatever because he tells this like crazy story of how she like comes over with like five safes and i'm like a safe and then like he pops the top on each safe and one has money one has drugs and one has guns and it's just like i need i need a reality show about that i mean i wish that she was that person without the drug abuse because i imagine that she was like buck wild with the drugs in my mind, Lindsay was like ready to fight a bitch at any time. Not even oh. a bitch. She was ready to fight men at any time. Absolutely. Listen, no, there are great pictures in this episode of like her past. Like so, and they come up when she starts talking to her daughter in the next scene. Her daughter and her are going purity ring shopping, which obviously is different than what happened to her. Her daughter is, I think, 13. Mm-hmm. Lindsay was 14 when she got pregnant with her with a 16 year old and she like found out she says like before a, ba- a basketball game and um, this is a little like deep dive into her past and obviously she's like look I got pregnant and um, I started selling drugs for the money and then also started uh, selling drugs so I could do more drugs and then it was like picture 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 and it's all like Avril Lavigne kind of you know like that look you know like straight hair and like crazy like crazy colored hair like I mean yeah just like straight ironed I mean I just what a journey for her you know I I want the best for her I really really love Lindsay like there's something about her that I really appreciate and love and obviously I think she's pretty but I also think that she is a strong bitch and I I Somehow, I, yeah, I guess I just like appreciate it, and I'm and I want the best, and I want her to use her power for good, because she's yeah. so strong and she's like so strong-willed, and she has a beautiful daughter, and she's lovely, and I like do like her relationship with Blaine. I love the fact that her mom even likes her relationship with Blaine, even though they're both, you know, drug dealers uh, that mm-hmm. work together. But the fact that they're both, but her mom's like, no, he's great for you. I mean, it's a testimony. Yeah, I mean, it really is because I, I don't think he is, but, you know, it's fine. Uh, I don't think they're bad for each other, but, like, I think that they're, this is a combination that could go awry. I also liked, okay, two things. Mm-hmm. I kind of disliked that she was talking to her daughter about her life, but that's because I have rather conservative feelings about parent and child relationships and not conservative as in, like, it needs to be, like, a definite, like, staunch difference. But I feel like maybe sometimes um you should be the example of like stability and you know positivity however on the flip side i think that the parenting style that lindsay has is a she's not that much older than her daughter she was just in her daughter's shoes and so her parenting style could just be like well let me tell my daughter what's really up because my mother didn't tell me what was up and i ended up this way so let me tell her what's up she has examples of what not to do um and what 
what I went through. And I think that's a good combination for her very specific situation. Cause I think sometimes parents can try to be the cool parent and it still messes their kid up. But in this instance, the daughter has an example of what it is to mess up and then have to rebuild your life. So Lindsay just being honest and saying, yeah, I am scared that Blaine's going to go to jail. I mean, that's not necessarily a conversation that I will have with any child because I'm not that close to jail or, you know, in and out of relationships and feeling like I need a man to move forward. But I do think that it was helpful and like, maybe it'll do some good. It's kind of like how I think about Darcy and her daughters. Like, I feel like Darcy's daughters see nothing but what not to do, mm-hmm. but also see what to do, right? As far as money making goes and like, whatever, because the sisters are relatively, they're popular, they make money based on social media and they like made a name for themselves after years and years and years of trying to be on. <laughs> reality tv they finally made it but also they can tell like maybe you don't have to get your face done so many times to where you now have a puffy face i I, listen i mean this is a different franchise but i mourn the loss of darcy's old looks Mm -hmm. the the i i mourn it because there was a time when the bitch was good and snatched Mm -hmm. and now it's like puffy it's so interesting. Yeah. You know, um, it really goes to show. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I have so many things to say. A, you're totally right about Lindsay and her daughter and the way that Lindsay was raised as opposed to the way that she has uh, raising her daughter and the relationship that she has with her daughter. Lindsay's own mother looks much older, mm-hmm. right? Like Lindsay looks like if there's a line of family and siblings, Lindsay looks like she's a, a mistake that happened 17 years later, you know, mm-hmm. like this woman's last kid and on her last egg, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's how Lindsay happened. And it seemed like this woman was very, maybe conservative because Lindsay's like, your grandmother didn't tell me like one little thing about sex. Like the 16 year old was like, I take your temperature and I, and I check my, a pee stick and you were inside me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Lindsay knew anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that's why Lindsay's like, oh, I want to like talk to you about sex, you know, or whatever. Like, are you dating anyone? And she's like, no. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. I think Lindsay like posted recently like something Christian-y, like how maybe Miley is like saved or gotten baptized or something like that. So it's obviously a whole thing. And, um, but you know, whatever it takes to keep, a, keep you, keep it in line. <laughs> I don't have to tell you or keep you in a state of intention or keep you having faith that you're, you know, working through this world in a cohesive way. You know, there's so many alignments and spiritual things and or whatever psychological things to keep us all afloat. So, um, I'll tell you this. I also, yeah, like I, um, I miss Darcy's face and it's hard <laughs> because she does not have like the taste or style level to just be like, Oh God, you can just like get that all dissolved. If there's some skin, honey, just get like a facelift. And that's what you should do at this point. But instead she's going to go and pay like $2 in, you know, Turkey to, you know, I don't know, get what and to where you could, she could, she could fix it. Like she could get all the filler dissolved and then get a facelift. That I would be so. great. Oh I mean, I'm gosh. no doctor. I mean, yes, I am. Yeah, I mean, you are. What are you talking about? I'm a surgeon. You know that. Um, um, want to move on? Yes. Um, let's move on to a couple that I don't care about, which is Eris and Cameron. Because, uh-huh. like, what really happened? Uh, she gets up, she puts on a curly uh-huh. wig, and it's a wig that I have um, that's not as red. And then one. they drive to somewhere, and... Um, Oh, to furniture shop, which is like a thing. Matt Sharp Productions. They love to have people go into a furniture shop. So while they're in a furniture shop, he is completely acting like a kid in a candy store. He's touching on mirrors, talking about how he can have porn uh, in the mirror. 
And I mean, just being all camera fodder ever needed, right? And he's wearing like board shorts. And then- <laughs> Those board shorts are so like Venice Beach. He's or- in Florida, he's living his life. Oh yeah, I forget they're in Florida. Yeah, then they're great. Well then, what a, no, yeah. absolutely, sir. And then he's like touching other stuff and like, ooh, I never had this. And then um, he's gonna say something stupid. Like, I've never had anybody tell me what to do with my money. Um, and it's, you know, hard but I guess that's my wife and I have to. And it's like, what's up with Chance and him and other men who like went, I mean, he wasn't even in prison that long. Like for him to be like, people can't tell me what to do with my money. Like, yeah, you're in a marriage now, you idiot. Like, yes, that your money is our money. So anyways, and then she's on the phone with her friend, Patricia, who's like an older auntie to her 10 years older, who was a CEO. And that person wants to know about Cam. And so they set up some date for them to meet on the beach. That part was weird to me, okay? Because in this little <laughs> setup, because she's like, look, Priscilla's like one of my best friends. She's like, in packs has Lena right now. We're like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. She's like, and now she wants to meet Cameron and she wants to do it right now. She just like calls and she's like, I want to meet up, set it up today, okay. Like, first of all, that's the craziest thing in my whole life. There is not one time in this entire world that someone can be like, hey, I want to do this thing with you and someone else today. Okay. And then I would just say, okay, like that. Not, I mean, first of all, no, can we put it in the calendar later? I have to ask this person if they can do it too. Let me just see what my day's like. Absolutely. I'm already doing something with this person. Like, you know, like, but of course it's like picnic on the beach and the cameras are following. So like, you know, that's why it's happening. And so- it starts off well Priscilla's an old CEO you know like or was a correctional office and correctional officer so uh I was like are you the one that Derek was with <laughs> I thought the same thing were you in a white car honey chasing earlier I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um but anyway so <clears throat> they get to the beach and we and immediately he like you know Cameron's like with Lena and they're super cute and he's like there's my girl honey he calls her his daughter which I like love and like that you know warmed my heart um and he Eris calls him the love of her life and they kind of talk about how great that date was last night but then yeah they, she also like in the same breath is like that great that date was great how the hell he paid for it who the fuck knows and so they're like looking at the bottom of that and then so Priscilla like goes on a oceanfront walk and like no one's wearing a bathing suit they're just like toesies in the water it's been so long since i've done that it sounded really really beautiful now cameron hates every moment of this walk like he wants to be a little sand turtle just like he wants so badly just to like jump in the ocean and swim away from like this conversation which is basically like her being like well you got to maintain the up and up and you kind of can't do things that you know are illegal because you're taking care of a great woman and her daughter now and cameron's like I've never had a job. I've never legally made money. There's not a way for me to know how to make money. I have no money to make in any sort of job style way. So think of the ways in which I can do it, not job style way. And those are the ways I do it, you know? And, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, there's drugs or the selling of drugs. There's also the selling of other things like, arms or the word weapons or i was like bitch you're selling kidneys arms people sell arms <laughs> they don't it's kidneys it's ass people sell ass people sell dick people sell pee 
people sell <laughs> yeah. cookies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And baby arms, you know, like oh, if you're Lord. Daniela, honey, you'll buy a baby arm anytime you can, honey. Well, I've you never know. seen that baby arm. It's ashy. Uh, ooh, I forgot about that. I saw it too, and it was. <laughs> How could you forget it? <laughs> oh my god i heard because i just you know i mean he's obviously a grower things, sometimes when things happen to me and they're like a little traumatizing my body disassociates and it's like it doesn't happen and i just kind of sweep it under the rug and i just put it like it didn't happen i don't talk about it again and so then my mind forgets it like it should because it's a survival uh technique so anyway so um priscilla hears about how cameron ha- like basically has no skills and uh it just keeps being like, well, I'm going to make it happen. Can't wait to make it happen. I know I got to make it happen the good way. And, uh, but I'm not going to tell you anything about how I'm going to make it happen. Cause I don't owe you anything. Yeah, no, he makes me mad. Like I'm sick of him. I don't care about him. She's wearing Priscilla's making me mad a little bit because Priscilla's wearing these like glasses, like JLo glasses from like the aughts, which I'm like fine with, but then she's wearing these earrings, which look like gingerbread men with, and with their peenies hanging down. So, no, like, it's not. It's pork. It's Afro picks. They're like black women, like Afro pick. Uh, but I could see why you would think that if you like, you know, aren't familial, familiar with like with that stu- kind of stuff. But yes, that is a great observation, Chris. Uh, it's not the earrings that I don't like. It was the culmination of like as a baseball cap and like wire rimmed gold round glasses, my loves, with gingerbread penis uh earrings penis earrings <laughs> it's a gingerbread man it looked like a gingerbread man like arms and legs and then in the middle of the legs my love of an extra leg an extra baby arm an extra arm extra leg actually over i don't have to tell you let me go Not find mine but i have those exact pair i'll find them and show them to you you better okay should we move on <laughs> yes okay so let's move on to um wait did we skip someone up here that i should go back to just we got, there's more white trash there's another white yeah trash let's, like i want to okay so let's go back to taylor and chance yes that's who i thought you were talking about <sighs> you think he's a garden gnome you think he's a trailer trash gnome no or- i don't think he is but they have them in their yard oh and they're, and they're dancing around the fire of his pants Okay, this? you know what? Listen, you're not wrong. Okay, then what a theme. Forget about no money, no problems. Honey, it's trailer trash gnomes. It is no money, no problems. Okay, go on. Okay, you guys. So, okay. Chance gets on my nerves because his consistent disrespect of Taylor really bothers me. And the fact that Taylor lets it happen because I don't know why. It's like, I know, you know, Taylor's Taylor. Hmm. but she has things going for her she has a home Mm -hmm. she has i mean she's got her ish together somewhat as far as taking care of her kids they're not homeless they're they're not destitute but it's like her quitting her job her being with chance her getting pregnant with chance just is all of these just terrible moves but at the same time she's fighting against him it's like she's going along with some shenanigans, but then other things she's like, you got to get your money together. T- chance and la, 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 la. But she married a convict out of prison who had an addiction and, and spends all the money and like whatever. Anyways, they go to a financial person who they think is a therapist because the awkward conversation that they have in front of this woman is wild. And he's like, I'm Chance. This is Taylor. And then he like backs. It's like he int- pushed himself in the door to introduce himself and then has to back up to let Taylor in. She gets in, they sit down. 
he starts going through how many credit cards he has. And when this baby man talks about how he only has a $300 limit, I said, well, that was me at 19. So, okay, this is where you're at at 40. Fine. But he's got seven of them. And then he took out loans from his bank in order to buy the car. So he's about $33,000 in debt. And then he's like, don't be mad at me. But, um, yeah, I've been going to the casino. I've been getting off at um, noon and going to the casino and spending $700 and just like being losing all my money. And she gets pissed off. And he's like, see, that's why I didn't tell you because I knew you'd be mad, which is the, I hate when people say that. It's not the first time I've ever seen that or heard that said on television. And every time I hear it, I'm like, no, they should be mad. <laughs> Chris? Yeah, no, he just like, yeah, I make $35 an hour. So this final financial advisor is like, you make $35 an hour? Like, you And you only, yeah, you have seven credit cards, but like your biggest debt can only be like $2,000 on all of them. And then, of course, what he's in debt is for is mostly for the card to the bank. But then, yeah, at first he's like, well, yeah, no, I, I, I can tell you where some of the other money goes. Uh, it's like a, every morning I stop by 7-Eleven. <laughs> I buy no I buy oh my god and then sometimes I get a fit breakfast sandwich and that every day and then for lunch then I have this other horrible addiction where I go somewhere else and I buy another like sandwich it's with the sandwiches and the cigarettes the cigarettes so you know I smoke cigarettes like a chimney I smoke like Angela Dean I smoke you know that Um, cigarettes vape I chew I spit whatever that thing is called dip I put my hand up on my dip, you know, and so when I put it in my mouth, I dip, I dip, you know, so he's been spending money. So, but then after that is when he realizes that sounds so goddamn dumb. And this woman has a degree that's sitting in front of him. And like, whereas God bless Taylor is just used to like looking at him and be like, okay, you know, this woman with a, with a degree is sitting across him and being like, no. And so then he has to be like the casino thing, which he didn't want to say. Uh, that's horrible. She's pissed. They have a very tense car ride home where she doesn't want to talk to them. And then more things start to escalate. And this part also feels mildly fake. He's just like, okay, I'm going to get in the shower. So she he gets in the shower and then she gets his phone and then now the phone is not an iPhone. Okay. So nothing looks real. Like nothing looks like anything I can decipher. I don't know if she's going in the emails, but then she pulls up an email, which looks like a GeoCities website from like 1999. It's just like, it looks like a bad, like a bet, like a back page ad. I don't understand if she thinks it's a text or a secret sexy email just to him. I don't understand what that document is, but then she's like, well, I'm going to go log into our phone records and now like see who's been texting or calling. So he looks and she logs into the phone records and sees a number that he also sent a text to so then she cross-references that number to his phone and that brings up a contact called like work jess okay while looking at me as if she didn't see this part i mean it's what it is it's just like you i'm gonna put you in this because you 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 phone and internet sleuths i will never listen i was just thinking if i'm gonna cheat on somebody it's gonna be in my texts you need to check my texts or you need to check my WhatsApp. I'm not cheating anybody with emails. Like the fact that she would just go so deep and it's like, how long is that shower? How quick are her thumbs? She just knows where to go. I I changed around the home screen on my phone and I'm like, (laughs) oh no, it's not in that one. It's not in that one. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, it's just so, it's just, it's just so interesting to me. It's like, this is a skill. Like if I ever get in a relationship, this is a skill I think I'm going to have to acquire. If only I wasn't so like naturally gifted at it. And I wish I was naturally gifted at something else. Like, <laughs> I mean, as astutely as I am that, I mean, whatever. So 
so anyway, so she, I don't, can't tell you from this moment what the F she actually finds, but I will tell you she loses her mind about it and then just starts yelling. Okay. She starts yelling at him. She tells him she's mad. And then he's like in the shower. He's like, fuck you. And she like closes the door. Then she like gets some clothes, like not all his clothes, goes outside starts a fire, lights the clothes, then goes back to a shelf and what looks like grabs all of his protein powders. Looks like yeah. protein powder takes all of that, puts in the fire. Then this man comes out and is like, what are you doing? In this outfit. Skeleton pajama pants and those look like the kind of socks you get like free on a flight and or like if you've been in the hospital like maybe they have like um the stickers underneath look at how many tats he has and yes look i thought that he was skin- he used to be way skinnier when he first got out of prison didn't he i don't i don't remember that. him from when he first got out of prison he looks like Joe Giudice in this. I mean, that's like a gut, you know, like old Joe Giudice. Like you can't say it, but whatever you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, he, but then was he? He, you have to like tell them what he said because it was so fucking crazy. Oh, um, he said that told the cameras to go away. I don't remember exactly. Hold on. Okay, so the then he, she's wearing the coat, so like all of that, and then he says to her, "You're sleeping in the garage today." Yeah. <laughs> to his pregnant she, girlfriend. Yes. For whose house he lives in yeah and she's like oh, yeah i guess what's my house we'll see if that happens i mean listen you guys um this man is an idiot i mean an no idiot. Wow. like wow. i just i want every man who's coming out of prison to stop telling these women that you're ready to just move in with them and be whoever they need you to be you don't know how to do that you don't have the skill set to be able to do it except for michael because so far michael has understands what's going on but it's like the rest of them cameron doesn't get it derek doesn't get it chance doesn't get it like for whatever reason sarah gets it and she came out of prison so it's like weird it's like all these men are just dumb and they just want to like wet their pee-pee and everything and so now he's like feeling lonely probably and so he like jumped on the thing because he already got the one the rodeo he's used to riding pregnant so he's not riding her anymore and she gets so mad she's like you're you're stupid and she like opens the door he's showering he has to jump out of the shower put on some clothes then he's like get these cameras out of here this is done i'm done and she's like no the night is not over where are her kids are the kids gonna witness all of this like what is going on i mean this is we were waiting for this to happen however it's just like ah taylor you could do so much better if you just asserted tried just tried just tried. I mean, there's nobody on this show that we've seen that I can think of off the top of my head who is a parent and has that many kids who actually has their kids and is actually taking care of them. So you have some kind of discernible skill set to be able to do so. And just like messing it all up. Jeez. All right. We have two more coops left. Who do you mm. want to go to? Um... Can we just skip them and call it the end of the episode? I mean, like, what happened with Michael and Justine? Besides Justine's, like, jaundiced eyes because she refused to wear concealer. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you. So he now has his little son, Mike, little Mike, living with them, which is, like, good, you know? Because, like, this whole time it's been a little uh, a little weird. And we're going to talk about that it's, like, sad and weird. but Because we've been thinking it and no one else has. Because they're... I think they want to be like a perfect couple. So they don't want to like show too many bad things, but the fact that, you know, 
Michael just doesn't have uh, that much contact with his kids and just a whole bunch of new kids and a brand new kid coming. It's just, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's SAD. So we pick up and the whole family is waiting for him to talk to his like <clears throat> PO officer if they can all make the pilgrimage honey to Vegas. So he's wearing camo, uh, matching camo outfits with Justine. And so is she. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's where she's not wearing any makeup. And, uh, but she does have mango smoothies. They look great. So he comes out and he's like, let's see what happened. And he like tries to fake them out. But good news is they signed on the way to Vegas. So then he calls his sis, uh, the one we know from, um, you know, being in that fight earlier. And the sis, I mean, you know, definitely had that phone ready and going because he like calls her. He's like, she's like, hi, bro. So fast. So he's like, hey, will you come take care of these kids? She's like, sure. It's like, what is her life like? Where she, her and her wife can just up and leave. And also her wife. How old is that woman? She, that wife is like seasoned. And they, how long have they been married? Also, yes. is she wearing foundation? Because the skin, smooth. Yes. The skin is like one, one interesting skin tone that I don't think I've ever seen on anyone. I'm tr- it's like, I don't know. <laughs> just look at her and I'm like, is it foundation? But her, anyways, her skin is perfect. I don't know what she's using, honey, but like, I'll look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Mocha calls, you know, and then this also feels fake too, because remember how Justine already just hated Mocha for like no reason? Well, guess yeah. what? Mocha hates her for no reason. And it's just yeah. like, hey, uh, hey, bro, can't wait for you to come to Vegas alone. And Michael's like, not coming alone, bro. Like, definitely have a wife or whatever, you know, like, which would come back. Like, I mean, they're already married. So, yes. And he's like, oh, fine, you know, I guess. But, like, when you come, like, you can't have a ring, which makes not, not a lick of sense. There's no reason not you don't have to have a ring. Like, you know, like, I'm so sorry. So, um, because the truth of the matter is, unless you are going to tell me that the all the executives that could give him jobs are all single horny women in the field of hip hop. Yeah. Unless you can tell me every record executive that would, and every engineer that he'd work with and all the people that could help him get to the top, unless you're telling me Mocha that all of those people are single horny women that could get him there, then he can wear a ring. And guess what? There's, you know, that's not true. So, um, and I'm a rapper, so I know. So anyway, God bless. So then the sis and the sis wife shows up. Justine is eating um, dry fruit loops out of Tupperware, you know, and she's like not wearing any makeup and she's like, I'm can't wait to nap or whatever. And so the sister's like, yeah, I mean, listen, nobody, nobody, everyone can tell that Justine is pregnant. Like she's just alluding to it. Then they talk about their fight from before. And she's like, I'm definitely comfortable for you staying with the kids. So like, it's cool. And then he's like, I got to go and like take my sister some coffee and have some sister time. And she's like, well, I thought I was going to go. And they're like, no, and she's like, she's like, it's cool. I'll go nap. So then they go to the jewelry store and he wants to get her an actual wedding ring because he never engaged uh, 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 you know, he never did it because he was in prison. They got married in, while he was in prison. And this is just like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Because she's pregnant? And I'm like, what do you mean, why is he doing this? He's doing this because he would like to get his wife a ring. What does the pregnancy have to do with anything? They are already married. Right. So it's very confusing. And yeah. then she's like, does mommy know? And he's like, yeah. And then they're like, you know, she pregnancy test and whatever. Are you the father? Maury Povitz. And she's like, you know, mommy has no chill. And it's like, cool. Mommy doesn't have any chill. And then it like turns into a conversation about money. And he's like, I could spend $5,000 and uh, Justine might not know. I could just replace the money. And then the producer's like, how are you going to replace $5,000? And he's like, let's continue on with this interview process, please. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Cameron said, keep it fucking moving. Cameron and uh, Michael, you know, I mean, they're like the same kind of thing where it's like, don't be asking about my money. Derek, same thing. He's like, I got money, I got money. What? Derek's like, I got money, I got money, what? He's so, he's so small. Um, let me tell you one other small LOL thing about this. So when they, when they go to this jewelry store, right? Um, he like brings out some rings. He picks out one ring. He's like, I like this one. She's like, yeah, it's so simple. Isn't that um look at this one though this one is fantastic and then like and the salesperson's like uh you know like showing around and they all like it and they're like okay uh, how much are the uh, how much are they and she's like well the first one we saw is two thousand um but the one we all fell in love with my right my right this one ow wait ow this one is five thousand dollars and then the sister's <laughs> like that's like double that. And I was like, it's more than double. Um, put a ring on it, honey. That's what Beyonce says. So yeah, it was it was awkward that Michael had planned to do this for Vegas. And again, his sister was like, why, why? But I think it's because his sister wanted to bring up the fact that she knew that she knew that Justine was pregnant. He's like, how'd you know? She's like, because she kept wanting to crave things. <laughs> So uh, we basically have one hoops left. Um, okay, so Wa is having a little technical difficulties and uh, I'm just going to, honey, show must go on. So our last couple, of course, is Monique and Darok. Why is it like that? There is no puppy in Amber on this episode and of course this Monique and Derek picks up right at the crazy fisticuffs climax where Derek's sister runs Elizabeth full throttle at Monique's sister after they have for the second time come to like verbal blows in a parking lot from their two sides of cars it very feels like a, it's like a version of Grease Lightning you know, where Derek is then Olivia Newton-John, like, in the middle, like, you know, and then the two sisters, uh, and the two sisters, Monique sisters and all the sisters, uh, you know, race to the end, drag race to the end, honey, trying to, like, kill each other on the road, and their little, like, wheels come out spiky and try and get the other wheels ripped up. You know what happens. It's very dangerous. But I mean, here we have uh, Stephanie just basically laid out on the curb and doing whatever she can to maintain, um, maintain some sort of like, I'm over it to the producers who have manhandled their way in and like broken up this fight between the sisters. And, you know, it's, it's always sort of scary when like the security people have to get involved because you just never know if like anyone's going to hit anyone. I don't know. I don't know how intense this looked. It kind of looked like cat fights in the sense of like, it just looked like people grabbing hair and just like lightly punching. I'll tell you that, um, I think her name is Ariana. The other sister of Derek's was like very upset that she messed up her nails. And like when she shows her nails, they do look in, like they are messed up. And I feel like it, you know, they're probably just like freshly glued on there. So I'm sure it really was like sore, sore, sore that she had clawed and like gotten them damaged. Like if those nails ripped off in any way, like I, I, I she says her hands are sore 
and I believe it. She's like, I can't even drive home. She's like, she has to get Elizabeth Elizabeth to drive home. Meanwhile, Derek, Derek is like Monique's to blame. Yep. Monique's, Monique did not have to do what she did, which is she fired the flame. No, she fanned the flame. She fanned the flame. Sorry, like fired the flame is like any goddamn sense. No, she also fired the flame too when she went over to the car and was like opening the door. Like Monique and her her sisters got beat up because of her. (laughs) And I'm sure they were happy to do it. Um, But yeah, Monique and Derek, what do you think about them? What do you think about the way that this segment happened? I mean, I thought it was hilarious the way the sister was like, my nail, my nail. Oh my God. And then like when she was like, Derek, you can't ride with us. You caused this. Bye. I mean, the I mean, her her scalp was probably hurting because they sure did pull her hair, and that I'm sure that hair was connected to her scalp, girl. Woo! The the sister was in pain. She's in pain. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I wouldn't want to be any of them. But then, um, if in the situation, because uh, I think it's always. I mean, first of all, I've never been in a physical fight, but it's always jarring. I mean, I'm assuming that it's like jarring for a body. I don't. I hate being in a car accident the same way. It's just like oh, I don't. I'm I'm so happy that no one's ever tried to uh, hurt me physically. I mean, I really want to like maintain that. I'll tell you this. Derek is again pissed at Monique, and he says um, nobody cared about him and and how he could go back to prison and like all that shit. Where is your class? Where is your elegance? I just—it's an interesting word to refer to her as elegant. You know, I will say like I don't know if anyone involved has like shown any elegance. You know, like I don't know if that's the word. I don't even know that he's close to anyone who could possibly show any elegance. Like he's just very far away from from any descriptor that is known as elegant. Has there ever been one person that you can say is elegant on this entire show? No. No. It's this... Jumbo Shrimp, honey. It's just Love Ever Lockup is not an elegant show. There's a Jumbo okay. Shrimp is not elegant? Jumbo shrimp, like it's an oxymoron. Oh, okay, you know, okay, like, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like, jump, I love it. So I'm mean, jumbo shrimp is delicious. But you don't like shrimp. You don't like seafood. So let's move on. Yeah, but you also like how shrimp are small and jumbo is big. So it makes no sense. Yeah, no, I got you. Let me explain it again. Yeah, I know what so oxymoron, oxymoron is. is. Yeah, no, I definitely understand the term oxymoron. But if you want to tell me one more again, you can. One more oxymoron again. Anyway, so uh, I mean, basically, that's just like what happens. Monique is like, I'm done filming. She goes back to the hotel. She's like, I'm done filming for the day. And I'm sure she is, you know, like. She's tired. She's she tired. She did a lot just now. Yeah. 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 Um, so, my loves, that brings us to the end of the episode. Can you believe it? What a thrilling uh installment of the most elegant show on tv thrilling i was captivated while i was doing all of my housework while watching this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you want to follow us on this journey of watching the show please do because we're going to keep doing it if you want to watch uh 90 day fiance with us we're also following that we have some fun things coming up including jared from subway and we can't wait to put more content out for your eyeballs. If you'd like free content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DocuSweeties on Instagram at DocuSweeties1 on Twitter. And listen, we have a TikTok and sometimes we do things there, but we'll, we'll try more. Okay. And it's at DocuSweeties. Now, here's the thing. This entire time we've been broadcasting our faces and putting up pictures. Uh, now, if you want to see the live visuals, you can. Wow. How? You can do that by joining us on DocuSweeties. No. 
patreon.com slash docusweeties. Um, it's $10 a month. You get the visuals of what's tickling your eardrum right now, as well as we have a live every first Monday of the month talking about various things. So um, you also get to like tell us what you want to see, what you want to listen to, what you want to watch. We put up little anecdotes about our lives up there. So you join us uh, $10 a month um, and we would love to see you. And if you would like to get our socials or social media, she already told us about TikTok, so that's fine. But we do do TikTok and Instagram. Thank you so much for, you know, listening wherever you're listening. And if you want to give us five stars, let's let's be honest, we'd be into it. And if you are watching on Patreon, you would know now that Wa dyed her hair. I did. Yesterday. No one at my work noticed. So thank you for noticing, Chris. Well, you're welcome. I also watch you do it on your Instagram. So you can also follow Instagram uh, personally uh, for Wa at Just Call Me Wa and see how she did it. And I'm Chris Elfera. That's all I have to say to you, except I love you so much and thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.